How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex, and my co-host here, Ryan Moran. Today, we want to take a look at some of the main film clips from the Week 4 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Jets obviously had a pretty decent game, um, definitely climbed back in the fourth quarter, showed that resiliency that you're always looking for uh, from good competitive teams. And Zach Wilson, he stood out a lot in this game. You know, there was a lot of really, really nice throws that he made. This was his first game of the season, coming off the injury, obviously. He was on IR the, fir the first uh, couple weeks. And he, he made his presence known. You know, he definitely kind of built momentum as the game went on and i kind of liked that about him you know start off a little slow had though what he had one interception um and then it, it kind of just all dissipated from there and it started to improve and elevate and by the fourth quarter they scored two touchdowns and that's really what you want to see from a quarterback resiliency calmness you know he really showed that he can pick things up when you know the game may have been going down for the jets and he and he helped propel them to a win he had a big fourth down conversion in the fourth quarter to Corey davis will have that on the film review as well a lot of really good stuff the offensive line gave him a pretty decent pocket to work with um elijah vera tucker i mean goodness gracious the guy moved from right guard to left tackle you don't see that very often in the nfl and he played very very efficiently so um in the meantime i know dwayne brown we're going to get some answers very shortly on dwayne brown's kind of availability moving forward but even so i'd, I'd consider putting Dwayne around at right tackle and, and uh elijah Barrett tucker at left tackle you know just like play it that way and you know roll with the hot hand and you know once fans comes back you could you know mix it up and move abt back to right guard but there's definitely some things that i think the jets can work with here in terms of <clears throat> the efficiency they experienced in week four against the pittsburgh steelers but ryan before we dive into the film how are you doing tonight my friend and what is your uh, you know impression reaction uh following this win and kind of how zach wilson looked I'm doing good, Alex. I mean, finished going over the film last night. And I think with Zach, you know, the, the highs were really high and very exciting. You see this guy's potential in just his first game and what type of, you know, trajectory he can continue to really project on here as we go. And, um, you know, I think there were even some opportunities to do more in this game. When I went back and watched it last night, I think, you know, some of like we said this summer, the inaccuracies on the short game underneath, like, hitting guys in stride. I still think, you know, that that's one department I, I would still even like to see more from Zach. And, you know, it's just another layer that can, you know, really accentuate his own development here at the, at an early point in his career. Um, the one, the first interception wasn't a frustrating play looking, you know, back on it last night, seeing um, the deep crosser to Jeff Smith. He did have Garrett Wilson going the other way on a crossing route. So like some of the decisions and, you know, that interception was pretty frustrating and, you know, obviously there, there were some teachable and learning moments for Zach from this game. I think the offensive line, you know, ABT obviously has been pretty well documented how well he played moving to left tackle. In his place at right guard, I thought Nate Herbig did some really good things, and we're going to see that when we pull up the film. Um, Connor McGovern, I thought in the passing game, was close to perfect in this game, really did some good stuff. Um, you know, Connor McDermott filling in was much better than he was a week ago, and like you said, obviously the update on Dwayne Brown will be pretty big. And, you know, if ABT has to make another position change to right tackle, you know, that remains to be seen. But I think without Fant, without Mitchell, you know, it's at a point where Nate Herbig, I think just based on what I saw in the Steelers game, has got to continue to stick at the right guard position for the time being. And, you know, before we dive into the film, the defense, I thought definitely had its best game. You know, the run defense really jumped out to me. You know, Sheldon Rankins, Quan Alexander, uh, Jermaine Johnson, we're going to see in these clips, guys really gave some good contributions. Bryce Huff, you know, and some of the limited action he saw, which we'll have in, in these clips coming up here. And in the back end, you know, obviously the secondary did some really good stuff. Um, the safeties finally put together, you know, a great game, the two of them. And MC2 made some plays in the slot, which we'll see. And across the board, I mean, it was, you know, as advertised going over the tape and really seeing what this defense did. And 
now it's just going to be on them to build here moving forward. Yeah, it's really about momentum, and it's offensive line kind of put together a pretty solid game after a more tumultuous week three. But let's take a look at the film here. There's a lot to go through, a lot of positive moments. The the pass rush looked fantastic at times. Um, there was a lot of contributions across the board, and Sauce Gardner once again had another stout game in coverage. I think he gave up, what, seven yards on, like, two targets or something like that. Like, he was unbelievable. He's been electrifying to start the season. Um, he's certainly not a problem. He is an asset. He's a positive influence, and he will continue to be that for this Jets team, especially with DJ Reed on the other side. Um, at this point, I'm already leaning towards Sauce covering opposing wide receiver ones and DJ Reed being that CB2 guy. Um, and kind of interchangeable, maybe playing the matchups there, maybe more quick, agile ones you put DJ Reed on, maybe Sauce covers more lengthy possession guys. Um, we saw what they did against the Baltimore Ravens, and Sauce meant up uh, Mark Andrews and had some success, and we kind of called that before the game as well. They should do that. So that was really cool to see them kind of actually utilize that strategy. But let's take a look at the film here, guys, and uh, what the Jets put on the field in week four. So this first clip here, you're going to see every week, if you notice, it's kind of been a theme for us talking about Jermaine Johnson's run defense and that this was going to be a way he made an immediate impact. You'll see here he's the left edge defender over the inside tight end and just he kind of blows this up. Marcel Harris is in a good position. CJ Mosley as well. You know, you see Jermaine, just the motor, the effort that he plays with there, you know, finishing the rep. Um, he he definitely had another really strong performance. Um, this play here, I wanted to – Make note of a few things. Um, Corey Davis up top in the slot, you know, he had like three run blocks in this game that really jumped out. And I think he's an unsung hero on this football team, not just in the passing game, but the running game as well. Um, this was a third down that led to the Jets' first field goal. Brees showed some good patience here. I think, you know, the one thing I did notice is, and we'll see as we go through here, you know, I, I thought there was potentially an opportunity for him to go between ABT and Lakin up top there, but he showed some good patience, no less. And when you see it from the, end zone view you know I, I think the angle is a bit tougher to really figure out but you know the offensive line here I mean collectively Connor McGovern Nate Herbig you know some of these guys out in space moving up to the second level with some good run blocks and you know this was a big first down that the Jets converted yeah absolutely I mean you mentioned Jermaine Johnson before he had a really solid game finished with four total tackles he had a, a sack a tackle for a loss and a QB hit that's the type of impression you want to see from a rookie pass rusher and obviously that's very optimistic moving forward Brees Hall had probably the biggest uh, share of, of carries that he's had since, you know, starting this season. Um, he had 17 carries, 66 yards and a touchdown, only 3.9 yards per carry. So would like to get that a little bit up. Um, and, you know, Michael Carter had nine carries for 15, so did not have as much success. But Brees Hall is a workhorse. He's the type of guy that gets better as the games go on and he gets better as the season goes on as he gets kind of acclimated and adjusted to um, the style. And obviously the NFL is a little bit more uh, speedy and more physical than the collegiate level. So I think it's going to take him a little bit of time, but you're seeing those, those uh, you know, he's paying off in dividends right now in terms of just being able to rely on him. He has electric burst. He's acceleration. He has power. Um, he's more agile than you think. He's a pretty solid receiver as well. I think he had two receptions in this game and sort of Michael Carter. So you like to see that. Of course, you know, it'll take time for him to see, you know, his vision will improve as time goes on. He'll see that on the film and say, I got to bounce that outside. Maybe picked up a little bit more yards. He'll be thinking about next time they run that exact same play um, and seeing if he can exploit that. Uh, but, you know, th th that's just kind of what you want to see from Brees Hall. It definitely is closing from that angle. It looks like it's closing a little bit. Agree. Maybe he just he figured, you know what? Let me go for the first down instead of maybe getting stopped right here. Just a risk reward type of scenario. He kind of sees that guy. You can see that defender leaning um, to the inside. So maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to get stopped here. If I try to get through that, I'm going to take the more, you know, advantageous approach and just try to bulldoze my way up and get that first down, which I think he did. So that honestly, from that angle, looks like the right decision. Agree. Um, 
I felt the same way. It, it was tough from the other view, but you see it here, and I think he ended up making the right call. Yeah. So even so, vision's already improving. Yep. <laughs> it's all about the angles, isn't it? It is. On this play, um, I wanted to make note, the Steelers in the last couple of weeks ran a ton of gadget stuff with jet sweeps, end arounds, um, screens around the line of scrimmage. I mean, the Jets really bottled it up all throughout this game. I thought Quan in space, you know, really covered ground, showed his speed, his physicality. You know, the Jets really did a good job on a lot of their, you know, east and west stuff around the line of scrimmage. I mean, look at the pursuit of that entire defense right there. There's six guys that get there. You know, there's six guys. There's no way this play is getting anything. He tries to get this upfield. Quan Alexander's like, nope. That's great. That's a great play. Great tackle. The physicality he has. Especially with Quincy Williams out. He needed to step up. Absolutely. And you'll see Jermaine Johnson here, too. He kind of reacts pretty fast to it there on the edge. Takes a good angle. CJ's kind of in pursuit, too. Yep. Um, That's very good so far. This play, I wanted to make note of Michael Carter, the second in the slot up top. They were in like two underneath shallow crossers, and he really picks it up very well instinctually. And he ends up being in a good position to where he makes this a hard throw for Trubisky and ends up finishing with the tackle. So really good play by MC2 here. He, he may obviously had the interception and, you know, another another big play on a third down here early in the game. I love the bracketed coverage up top. So you can see those safeties really have it locked down in the deeper portions of the field. There's no way. I guess this is Mr. Trubisky at this point in time. That's nice stuff. Yeah. I'm mean, secondary is good, man. The Jets, the Jets are going to get better as the season goes on. That's kind of how it always was supposed to be, though. Like, they were probably going to have a little bit of trouble gelling at first because they're all a lot of new players, but they're all good players. So it doesn't take them that long. It's like it's going to take a year for them to get together and really show that compounding uh, success. Like, this is – you're seeing results right now. I know the Steelers aren't a very good team, um, but they they rally to the football. They play aggressive. They play fast. This looks like a Robert solid defense. It's only going to get better. Absolutely. Um, this particular play, this was really Zach's first like big throw of the game. That was really exciting. You'll see Elijah Moore runs like a deep out at the bottom. Um, you know, th- this corner kind of opens up and, you know, Elijah really has the, you know, leverage at this point in time. And Zach really lets this one rip well before Elijah's out of his break, as you see here. So that anticipation from Zach is something that you got to get excited about. And as well as the accuracy, I mean, really on the money with the throw. Yeah, this throw only has one place to go, right? This is like, I mean, this ball has to be in the air by the time he turns around, right? This is a timing route. So that ball's got to be there. If if this is a late pass, if he waits too long, that cornerback can undercut the route pretty easily. He gets rid of that ball right here, and Moore hasn't even turned around yet. He knows where this ball is going to be, and it's on the money, man. I mean, look how close the corner is there. He's right on his heel. That ball's right there, and, and he ends up making, ends up going backwards a couple yards. But nonetheless, first down and a nice play. Uh, a nice connection that that Zach Wilson Elijah Moore connection is going to develop into a very nice one. Um, I think that a lot of their routes are going to be timing routes. Like whereas Garrett Wilson's more of the guy that like, okay, he's going to be checked down underneath. Like he does get routes downfield, but he's so good in open space. I imagine like they're going to try and utilize him in more to short intermediate route concepts mostly. Cause once you get the ball in space in him, especially in man coverage, he's nasty. Um, but Elijah Moore, like those routes downfield, those, those deep out routes, um, even the dagger concepts, like he's going to really thrive off of those, especially against zone coverage. So um, man coverage, I think he he struggled a little bit a couple weeks ago. I forget who they were playing, but he wasn't open very much. Uh, but against zone, he's he's very good. He's one of the best route runners you're going to see. Um, and him and Zach Wilson have a very, very good connection. So you're starting to see that early. They wanted to get him more involved, and they did. So that was pretty encouraging. 100%. Elijah was definitely involved early and showed the type of big playmaking ability he has. Just look at the pass protection up front here. 
Um, I want to say they ended up rushing the six guy MC two and uh, Michael Carter picks it up and really across the front. I mean, they gave him enough time, all five blockers and, you know, Zach's able to step into that and let it rip, you know, it's perfect throw. Yeah. I mean, Zach Wilson made some nice throws having not played Absolutely. the last couple of weeks. So on this play here, uh, the Steelers are in cover two. They bring Michael Carter in motion. So they see it's his own coverage and, they really just run a high low beater there over the middle and attack the weakness of the cover two, the deep middle. They hit Elijah on this one for a big play. Well thrown by Zach again, reading that backer and knowing that, you know, he had Elijah right behind him. You know, I'm, I'm just watching Zach Wilson. And to me, you know, he did gain 10 pounds of muscle mass, right? This off season, <clears throat> kind of improving his foundation. Look how much more sturdy he looks in the pocket when he's throwing, like watch his base last year. It always looked like he was off his back foot. It always looked like he was trying to float it, but look how strong his base is and look how much zippy's getting on passes. He's putting that weight behind it. Like watch like here, like right here, like at times he would have leaned back and thrown that off his back foot and just floated it. But this, you can see he's leaning and then he's, he's, using that momentum forward into his actual, his actual delivery. Like it, it's, it's looks different. Like right here's, you know, he's stepping into that throw, putting zip into it. He's, his base is strong. His feet are planted. He's learning how to be a pocket passer. Like at BYU, he just run around. He would do all these things and he'd throw the ball off balance for 65 yards. He did like, you know, he did a lot of crazy things like that, but he's learning how to be like an NFL pocket passer and like how to be accurate, how to put zip on it. Um, and, and you're seeing the results of that offseason work right now. The injury obviously like dampened his progress, but I think that it looks he, he's throwing the ball a lot cleaner, um, at least in terms of uh, just putting more zip on it and, and just kind of putting his weight behind it. 100%. You, you said it. I mean, really steps into this and another anticipatory type of throw before Elijah's really at his break. He just makes the correct read, sees Spillane kind of jump and good job by Michael Carter with the spacing to kind of leave enough room and you know it's a well-thrown ball by zach pass protection is pretty good up front yep getting the ball to elijah more in space downfield is something the jets got to continue to do yes they do he is very very good i love elijah more i think he's going to be a stud you just gotta get him the ball absolutely on um, this play here they ran this type of play you'll see it twice um they they, they did a lot of these two backs with Brees and mc in this game uh before and on this one uh Carter gets out in space in the alley and has to lead block. And you'll see up top again, Corey Davis with another great run block, just the physicality, the size you're using that to his advantage. And you'll see breeze here just out in space, how fast he is. They run a little power there. Yeah. Breeze, man, he's got acceleration. If you ever play with him in Madden, he has like ridiculous acceleration. I don't understand how it's even possible, but it, I guess it makes sense. You look at him in real life. I mean, I love that. I love how quickly he gets that cut, though. He doesn't hesitate. You know, some some running backs may hesitate there and like kind of sidestep. Um, he the second he decides where he's going, right, bam, he's gone. He's there, and he sees and he just does such a good job of also reading the angles of the tackler yeah. so we can pick up any extra inch. It's a very quick upfield cut, which is what you know he can do. You'll see Corey Davis's block even better from this angle. <laughs> That's a great block. Yeah. And Michael Carter out in the alley as well here. Good job. Would you have your running back and wide receiver blocking guys at the second level? It's and they're the only ones out there. That's that is a good scheme. That's just good football. And just the willingness from from the skill position players in general. You know, Michael yeah. Carr's a pretty small guy like that out in space. And totally um, this play here, the Jets did some good a good job scheming some things up, which we'll see on some of these sacks and pressures that they created. Um, Bryce Huff is on the right side of your screen. He generates a good pressure and they operate a little stunt with Carl on the right edge, and then Quinnen works across here, as you'll see. Quinnen was definitely very good in this game. 
he's been very good this season. Absolutely. Um, I want to say this play here was Jermaine Johnson sack. The rush and the coverage really hold up pretty well here. Um, I want to say they were in a cover two. And yeah, they're they're in too deep. You know, the coverage is pretty good seen from that view. And then you see Jermaine, he's on the uh, left edge here. Good get off, um, you know, ha- has a good little swipe there. You know, he's able to rip through and just the speed, the length that this guy has, you know, how explosive he is athletically. You know, it's pretty exciting to really see. Just uh, this was probably his best game, just both getting after the quarterback and stopping the run. Yeah. Yeah, the Jets defensive line looked pretty solid in this game. They got contributions across the board. Absolutely. And we'll see it here. I mean, Carl Lawson again. You see um, – oh, no, uh, my fault. This was uh, – they, they operated a little stunt there, and then on the back end you see Sauce is in good position. Um, this play, Quinn and Williams absolutely blows up the run. I mean, he, he was another guy, both the run and the pass, very active. See, he kind of gets Mason Cole off his base there. Blows that up. Sheldon so Rankin was active as well against the run. Um, this particular play, I want to say, was – oh, Sauce was one-on-one with George Pickens at the bottom. I mean, you see just how good of a position he's in. I want to say they were in a cover one. Yeah, Whitehead bites down. This is interesting. Okay. I, I want I want to see uh, – where are we? Right here. here. Okay. So I just want to see how Sauce actually guards this. So he's playing off ball. He's in like, a bit of a catch technique. Yep. Yeah, like three yards. Yep. And obviously, like right here, you're they're kind of playing man. You have those two linebackers. You got to be careful of those quick slants. Um, so I like how he jabs his foot inside so he can react if he needs to. And then he quickly realizes, like, like, you know, he doesn't really give him much of a release. He's not doing much. So he kind of just knows, okay, he's just running a nine. He's just running a go route. If he's not giving me any sort of release, might just be a straightaway go because he's trying to get downfield fast. It's just good recognition, you know, for a rookie cornerback to understand these, these small details while it's unfolding. Um, I know George Pickens is another rookie receiver, so it's, you know, a pretty favorable matchup for sauce, but it's not easy. Pickens is a very good player. He's made some very good plays. You, everyone saw that Thursday night one handed catch he had. I mean, this is a tremendous guy, a tremendous athlete. Um, Sauce Gardner completely takes him out of the game. Like this is, I mean, he's on him. You mean like Sauce may as well be running this route for him. That's how that's how good he looks right now. So it's just good all around. It's really great to see how how nicely he's progressing. Oh, most definitely. You see Carl Lawson here. I mean, just. The, again, the motor that these guys play with up front. Yeah. Um, you see Bryce Huff coming from the other edge. Um, I mean, just how low Carl is able to get there at the top of the rush. I mean, he, he was he's definitely been picking it up the last, like, two games. You're seeing him, you know, returning from injury and really getting back to the player he's capable of being. This play here was one of Brees' bigger runs. Um, you'll see um, from the end zone view, I mean, Nate Herbig does a really good job getting up to the second level and sealing his guy off. And Brees is able to really read it pretty quickly here and then, you know, cut to the outside. That's great. I mean, look how he uses his second level defender or second level blocker to his advantage here, right? Like you said, Herbig makes a really nice block to seal that gap off. But watch McGovern, you know, your, your, your center here at 51. I mean, Brees Hall. And most running backs may cut to the right here or to the left from our angle, but his right. And they'll try to squeeze through that. And 51 has that locked. 
He does such a good job reading his blockers and using the leverage that Connor McGovern has created for him to pick up extra yards. And then he squeezes that angle to make sure that he can't doesn't get caught right there getting vertical, and he actually cuts back inside. That's an extra five yards he picks up. You know, this is like high-level running back stuff here. You know, you're seeing Brees Hall it look like a veteran already, and he understands angles. He understands leverage. He understands how to maneuver around his second-tier second, uh, second tier blockers and then cut those angles to increase his production. This is, you know, the little things that make running backs very effective, and it makes the difference between picking up a first down and the difference between not picking up a first down. Like, th- those inches. Like, football is a game of inches. That's what they all, they, they all say. And Brees Hall knows how to find uh, many inches in addition to uh, what a normal running back would probably pick up. So just as the high-level IQ he has paired with his athleticism is something that you're not going to see very often with running backs. That's why he was a second-round pick and why the Jets are already giving him so much of the workload. And I think you even saw that on the last play of the game. Just I was even going to mention like instinctually how quick he is. You know how athletically quick he is. But like you said, obviously, to pick up to that you know blocking scheme and then really – um, you know, his angle as he's pursuing up the field vertically, like you said, you know, definitely impressive stuff on this play here. I want to say they were in a cover one robber um, Mink is underneath and you can see Corey. Da- I want to mention Corey Davis because this comes uh, up on another play here shortly, like how good of a stem he has working out to the inside. If you see on the bottom there and he's got a ton of separation as we'll see from the uh, end zone view. I mean, Zach does a really good job here manipulating Minka with his eyes looking left. And then, you know, it kind of gives Garrick the space where he's been great on these intermediate crossing routes. Um, if, if we go to the other angle. Yeah. I just wanted to point out that, you know, Wilson hits uh, Wilson, right? He hits Wilson yes. here yes. and watch Corey Davis's reaction to this. <laughs> he, you know, he knew, he knew he had a touchdown. I mean, yeah. I mean, that safety might've got him. He probably would have got caught. He's not the fastest guy. But, like, he's upset. But what I like the most about Corey Davis here is that he's showing how upset he is. But when he sees that Garrett Wilson has this football, watch what he does. He turns it upfield and he goes, oh, crap, he's still going. <laughs> yeah. it's like maybe maybe yeah. I can block for him. You know what I mean? Like, that's just team mentality. You yep. see, like, if, you're, if you watch the Giants, you're not going to see Kenny Galladay do that shit. You know, you're not going to see him actually. He's going to be all upset. He's going to stop running. He's not going to move. Corey Davis realizes, oh, wait, he's still going. Let me go and see if I can make something happen. Of course, he gets caught before he gets there, but he turns on the afterburners to try and help his help his teammate out. And I think that that, while he's upset because he knows how open he was, he didn't he didn't forget that, okay, like my teammate just caught that and he's making he's making his way downfield. Let me go see if I can help him out. I thought that was just like a small detail that is worth mentioning. That's a great call by you. I really agree. Just the unselfish attitude, like I said earlier, of these skilled players, you know, when other guys have the ball and We'll see it here, you know, just how well Zach is kind of able to hold Minka just long enough and then, you know, quickly change and makes an accurate throw there and stride to Garrett, makes him, makes two miss. Yeah, he's nice. I like Garrett Wilson a lot. And I wanted to mention, Corey, what he did at the top of that last end because you'll see it here. This was the fourth down the Jets had to convert. Again, he really sells the guy outside and then breaks in. I mean, great gets route. a ton of separation for himself. That's a great route. I mean, we're definitely going to make a video, guys, on Corey Davis and how underappreciated he is because he is he is doing a lot for this team that goes unnoticed. 100%. And I wanted to highlight AVT here at left tackle. Alex Highsmith had really been cooking with his spin move over the last couple of weeks, and you see AVT here really bottles that up Ooh. pretty well. And across the front, I mean, it, it was pretty well protected. And this was a big fourth down. The Jets obviously had to get to 
being down two scores, you know, cutting the game to three points. I mean, this was a huge play in the game. Yeah, I mean, look at the power he gets on this spin move. I mean, he pushes AVT back like yep. a good a good step, but it's also a good job by AVT to give himself some space, right? Like he gets pushed off a little bit, but he resets and he's right there in his face. Look and look at those hands. His hands are are ready to in, just eject into his chest plate, which he does, and he keeps him at bay. AVT, I mean, hell, guys, there's a conversation we got to have about him being the starting left tackle. Like there really is. Like. I I always thought he was a he was a very good tackle coming out of USC. I thought he was very versatile. This is a guy who should be playing left tackle every game right now, every single game. Right guard, yes, he's a great right guard. Yes, he's an even better left guard. But why are we not putting him at a spot that's arguably the most important position on the offensive line? Is the most important position on the offensive line for a right-handed quarterback? Um, this is definitely a guy who needs to be getting more playing time there when uh, Dwayne Brown gets back. Put him at right tackle. Like, it can't be any worse. Max Mitchell has been solid. Put him at right tackle. Uh, you know, that's the conversation. Herbig looks solid at right guard. This this should be the alignment right now until you get some guys healthy and, and, and back in the groove. You can you can mitigate injury this way. You know, you can try and give these guys extra time to heal up and actually be 100% uh, by using this alignment. So I, I definitely think that that's something the Jets should consider doing. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised by, you know, them really looking to keep AVT as, as flexible as possible. Um, this play here, another great block by Corey Davis and then Michael Carter out in the alley. This was a big run that Breeze was able to break off nearly scores. Yeah, just just a step. Yep. See the angle. I want to see where he his uh, route through the gap here. So I just want to watch his eyes. Like I want to see what he's seeing. Right. So, you know, he, see, he can definitely peripheral vision. He can see 55. Right? Yep. Is that Bush? And then so Corey comes and cracks down on him there. Yep, Corey cracks down there. I mean, he has a wide open. This is essentially just like. So maybe maybe the, the only he could have cut it up a little bit. Yeah, like right I was, was going to say maybe he either cuts it up or tries to get around the edge instead. Right, because because like Minka is goes, breaking down, as you can see at the bottom there. If he goes around the edge, he probably scores, but it doesn't really matter. They scored anyway, runs over that guy just for fun. And. I, honestly, he should have scored here. I mean, like, I, I, he didn't make a bad decision. I'm not going to nitpick yeah. on that. That's kind of stupid. But, like, he just steps out. Just an unfortunate step out right there. Um, and I, I bet on him scoring that nine out of ten times. You know what I mean? Like, it just just one bad step. Doesn't matter much. Great run by Brees Hall again. He's exposing gaps. The offensive line, the receivers, everybody contributed. That's what you want to see in the running game. And then the final two plays here on the last drive. I, I made note of it on Monday's show, how important I thought it was that while the running game really wasn't working, you know, Michael Four stayed true to it, committed finally. I mean, they, they had a game where I think Brees and MC both eclipsed combined 25 carries. And you're able to see here on this play action um, to Tyler Conklin, who's coming across at the bottom. I mean, he really, uh, the play action really gets, I want to say it's Miles Jack to bite just enough to where, there's enough space for Zach to put that throw into Conklin, an accurate ball, good catch in, in traffic there with the with Manka breaking down on him. Um, this was just the type of stuff I thought that LaFour did a good job of committing to in this game. As you can see, uh, 51 there, Miles Jack. He kind of bites just hard enough. Zach is able to make an accurate throw there. Good grab by Conklin. I really like Conklin. He's been a really solid player so far. Very reliable. Very. And then this is the uh, last play here. I mean, I thought this was – Arguably Zach's best throw of the game. And obviously he had a lot of them. I want to say this was the second or third down on the final drive here. Um, Steelers, I want to, yeah, they, and like I, I said last week, I mean, they were going to do some rotating late pre snap right after the snap. And you see they dropped to two deep safeties here. 
they're in a zone underneath and Garrett Wilson does a good job of kind of getting Devin Bush to commit to that over out just enough. And then Zach said throw enough. Yep. Uh, enough of a crease to really get the ball right where it needs to be there to Corey, you know, low inside from Bush uh, away from him. And, you know, it's, it's a catchable pass. This is, this is high level quarterback play. This throw right here. This is what Jets fans have been waiting to see from Zach Wilson, right? Big moments. And he zips a pass in here when there are four guys, four defenders around him. You know what I mean? Like this is not an easy throw. He has to throw this just in front of that defensive background, the 33 yard line, just between him and the closing Devin Bush, who's kind of running in here. Like that's, uh, that's a very difficult throw to make. And he has to throw this to his back shoulder because if you throw this upfield, either he's going to get hit really hard or it's going to be intercepted. He has to throw this to his back shoulder low and toward the ground so he can slide, protect himself. This is that that's what might be Zach Wilson, one of his best throws that he's ever had. Like in the NFL up to this point, you know, hasn't had much of a sample size a year. It's not, not a bad sample size at all, but that throw right there, that's a 20 yard throw on a on an absolute line on a freaking on a wire like that's that's a piss missile by most accounts so that's awesome very accurate like like you said i mean there's only one place that this ball can go and zach is able to get it there let's watch um, his feet he, he doesn't even necessarily step into it but he, well, he has he a step base with his back foot yeah he's got a strong arm man i mean look oh, he right. arm his arm is generating most of the power behind this throw. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and watch how quick his quick, the release is so quick. Like the second he realizes this is where I, this is where I'm going to throw it. I want to see his eyes. Where is he looking? So he looks he's to his left, left at first. Version. Yep. He's trying to get, he's trying to get that bush, bush, bush to move over to the, to the left side of the field. And you see and Garrett does a good job there as well. Working across him. Yeah. Just enough. I mean that throw, I mean that release, look how quick it is. The second he sees is like now, bam, gone. And it's on a line. It's perfect. Can't place it any better. You can't place it any better. I mean, look, this was, I mean, the up and downs, no yep. doubt. But Zach Wilson, you know, completed 18 of 36 passes. We'll probably want to get a little bit better. That's only a 50% completion rate. Um, had 252 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. But the fourth quarter, the man came alive. And I think that was a big sign of like, okay, you know, there's progress to be had here. And I think that Zach Wilson is going to continue building on that momentum. Now, the question is, um, they have a pretty tough schedule. Dolphins, Packers, Broncos, Patriots, Bills, Patriots again. Like, this is a, a gauntlet of very good teams coming up. This is where you want to see him take those steps forward, right? This is where you want to see Zach Wilson put together um, a couple of good games against pretty solid defenses. And I think that he's more than capable of doing so. I was very encouraged uh, by seeing some of these throws definitely had a couple of mistakes, but you know, that's what we expected going into this game. Jets still managed to find a way to win this one too. Brees Hall looks solid. Offensive line was solid. Pass rush was solid. Coverage was solid. I mean, they had what three interceptions on, on a uh, four. Oh, what's his name? Four, four interceptions. Three on picket. Yeah. Three on picket. Um, one on Trubisky and Trubisky, you know, 84 yards. And then he was pulled from the game picket. He, he took some shots downfield. They were trying to get, they were trying to get some stuff going offensively, but um, you know, they limited the, the, the team pretty, pretty well. I, I was pretty impressed, uh, by the jets in general, um, just fighting for this win. I think winning it cures all man winning cures all a winning cure, uh, you know, kind of curates a lot of, uh, success. And obviously the jets have a lot of weaknesses still to iron out, but the progress is there. The momentum is there. And I think, uh, they're going to get better as the season goes on. I'm with you. I, I think the big thing now we've seen really all 
you know, aspects of this team on both sides of the ball contributing throughout this. I mean, whether it's the run defense, the pass rush, the coverage, the offensive line, the run in the pass game offensively, it's just time for the Jets, as you said, with this tough schedule coming up to really get in sync in all three phases. Like I said on Monday's show as well, the Jets had an opportunity on special teams to capitalize it that they didn't. Um, when this team can really get in sync across the board in all three phases, that's going to need here with this you know tough stretch coming up. Absolutely, my friends. But I hope you enjoyed this film review of the week four win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Would love to hear your thoughts and opinions below in the YouTube comments. As always, make sure to like and subscribe. Have a great rest of your week. We'll probably discuss Corey Davis tomorrow and how underappreciated he's been. So I'm excited to discuss um, his qualities and, you know, kind of the, the nature of what he brings to this team. And it's a lot more than just being a receiver. So I think there's a lot of value there. But hope you guys enjoyed the video. Like, subscribe as always. I'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode. <laughs>